0: Coming up. And then it reads on, which God promised to us before time began, and cannot, and God cannot lie. So I hope you're getting this because we're going to revisit this later. Uh, we, 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 we're going to look at the fact that God sent some to teach us about Him and His truth to know how to serve Him and that he wants us to have hope in him and have hope for everlasting hope. He wants us to trust in his promises and know that God has given those promises even before time began. And he wants us to know that he cannot lie.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the fifth message in the series, The Omnipotence of God, Part 1.
0: Well, um, hopefully you were able to download the message outline and you're all set to go. Uh, We like to make the message outline available so that you could um, use it electronically. It's fillable. You can fill it in electronically, or you can print it out and write. use the old faithful pen and pencil or even a crayon if you so choose. (laughs) Make it colorful. colorful. But in either case, it's important that we um, gather information that we can revisit, uh, especially things that pertain to our God. And so we want we make that available to you. Hopefully you're able to do it. I hope that you've been enjoying this message series like I have. It's been really a blessing to me. And so we've been on this series for a few weeks. Um, The Mm -hmm. name of the series, the title of the series is God Is. Mm -hmm. And we've been looking at the attributes of God. And so uh, we've talked about the transcendence of God, the goodness of God, the holiness of God and the immutability immutability of God, Mm. uh, we've discussed. And so we're going to continue to do this and and just want to have a clear understanding of who God is. Now, understand that uh, we can't fully understand God. Right. (laughs) Because if we did, then he wouldn't be God. Mm. He's bigger and greater than all of us. He transcends us. He transcends our understanding so god has been gracious enough though to reveal portions of himself to us Mm -hmm. and this is kind of what we're talking about so um the want to be clear that the attempt here is not for us to exhaust who god is because he's much more than we can even imagine or think Mm -hmm. but god has showed us some things in his Mm -hmm. word in our lives in different ways, he's revealed himself. And most importantly, he's revealed himself through his son, Jesus Christ. And so we're touching on these, these attributes of God also understand that these attributes collectively makes up God and they are interrelated. Right. And so uh, even to this point in which we've, What we've talked about so far, there's a connectivity between God's transcendence and God's holiness and God's goodness and his immutability or his unchangeability. It all works together, you know, Um, and so we're going to continue down this road and touch on some more of his attributes Mm -hmm. and just remember that they're all connected. Mm -hmm. And so today, our subtopic for today is the omnipotence Mm -hmm. of God the omnipotence of God. And so that word um, is an interesting word, and we're going to uh, unpack it a little bit. So on your outline, i write this down. What is the definition of omnipotence? What is the definition of omnipotence? Now, just on the surface, and when we're looking at any word in the English language, we we can look at the word and unpack it if we know we have a little information. For example, this word omnipotence is a compound word. There's two words here. There's omni and there's potence Mm -hmm. that have come together to form omnipotence. Mm -hmm. Now, omni means all and potence equals power. Mm -hmm. So what we're really saying is all power the all power of God. Amen. is really what we're saying. And so, and that's what we believe on your paper. There's a definition from the Baker encyclopedia of the Bible. Understand the Bible, there's an encyclopedia of the Bible. There's a dictionary of the Bible, Mm -hmm. y'all. These are tools out there that if you're interested in deeper study, I would invite you to um, purchase some of these tools. Um, and and this is one reason why I wanted to note this. Oftentimes, I just use Webster's because uh, people can reference it and understand it. But I wanted to introduce some of the other uh, references mm-hmm. that are theologically based and intended. Mm-hmm. And so this is, again, is coming from Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible. And its definition that it says about omnipotence is... God's unlimited authority to bring into existence or cause to happen whatsoever He wills. Mm -hmm. Whatsoever He wills. Uh, I'm going to read that again because I want to make sure we get this in our spirit. Mm -hmm. It's God's unlimited authority or power to bring into existence or cause to happen whatsoever he wants to or he wills mm-hmm. that's what it means and so um uh this speaks to 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 who god is and i want also to say that the bible is replete of examples of how he's demonstrated this power yeah his all power yeah. so uh, i want to talk about a few right now Um, In Genesis 18, 13 through 14, um, it says here, then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I am old? Mm -hmm. Is any, in verse 14, and God continued to say, is anything too hard for the Lord? Mm -hmm. I will return to you at the appointed time next year and Sarah will have a son. And so the Lord was speaking to Abraham through an angel um, that came to him and gave him this news that he was going to have, that his wife, Sarah, would have a child and that he was going to have a son. Mm -hmm. And they thought, how can this, they thought, well, what's up with that? (laughs) All right. And here's the thing. Uh, When God gave them this message, Abraham was 99 years old, Mm -hmm. and his wife was 89 years old.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Let that sit with you. (laughs) God says, you 89-year-old Sarah, you're about to have a new baby boy. (laughs) Ain't that something? Uh, think about it. I, I'm I'm not a female. I don't know what it's like to carry a child, but I can only imagine at 89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But God said, and this was after she was passed, way past childbearing past, age. Yeah. In fact, you know, you know, uh, just wasn't able physically to have it. But when we serve an all powerful God. It can happen, and look what God says. He says, "I'm coming back next year, and at that time you will have a son." Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so um, uh, here's an even greater example of God's power: is uh, Luke 1, 34 through thirty-seven, and this is him talking to Mary, the mother of Jesus. Uh, after the angel came to her and told her that she was going to have a child, mm-hmm. um, and it, and 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 look what uh, Mary responded here. It says, "How will this be?" Mary asked the angel, "Since I am a virgin." <laughs> Mary, Mary, say, "Wait a minute now. I haven't, I haven't been with a man. Wait, how am i going to have a child? I ain't been with a man." Right. And look what the angel responds. The angel answered, "The Holy Spirit will come on you." And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be, to be born will be called the Son of God. And then he goes on to say, if that's not enough for you, and and because he's telling her that you're gonna have a child without being with the man.
1: Yeah.
0: Y'all know that's that that's gonna take the power of God. Mm-hmm. And so it's even greater than what he had told Sarah was going to happen. It was going to happen because of a man,
1: yeah. through a
0: man. But this, no, no, not without a man. Mm-hmm. And this is how powerful God is. And on top of that, verse 36, he says, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who, had, who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. Mm-hmm. Um, for no word from God will ever fail. Amen. And so uh, Mary's cousin Elizabeth, who was the mother of John the Baptist, mm-hmm. at this very time was six months pregnant with John the Baptist, and she was old too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so God um, is has this is a few examples of how God demonstrated His all power, mm-hmm. His omnipotence. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so now I want to give you some more truths about omnipotence. Write that down. Some more truths about omnipotence. The first is only God is omnipotent. Mm-hmm. Only God has all power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Genesis 17, 1. It says this, and again, here's referencing the, the the story of Abraham and Sarah. It says, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Yeah. So God showed up to 99-year-old Abraham and says, I am. The Almighty God.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So walk before me and be blameless. Understand, Abraham, I have all power. That's who you're talking to. I have all power. And that's the word El Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. God, which means God Almighty. God Almighty. God Almighty. Mm -hmm. El Shaddai. And Almighty is used in the Bible only for God. It's mm-hmm. The only time this word is used, it references God. Mm-hmm. And it, refer- it, it uses it over 50 times in the Bible. And it's always referencing God. Yes. Only God has all power. Only God. Only God Amen. is Almighty. Amen. Only God. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I also want to just suggest to you, or not suggest, just encourage you, Mm -hmm. those of you who are a little more mature,
1: (laughs) I I might
0: say, (laughs) is that I want to encourage you to be like Abraham and be like how God commanded him to do um, in his old age, Mm -hmm. to walk faithfully before your God, just like God commanded 99-year-old Abraham to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're up in age, I just want to encourage you, since we're here, mm-hmm. to walk faithfully yes. before the Almighty God. Yes. Amen. 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 And then here in Matthew 28, 18, we see Jesus um, indicating that he has all power because he is God too. Mm-hmm. It says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority is in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. Mm -hmm. And so God is all powerful and only God is all powerful. Mm -hmm. So another truth about omnipotence is god's omnipotence is only determined by god himself mm-hmm. god's omnipotence is only determined by god himself yeah. this speaks to his sovereign authority mm-hmm. speaks to a sovereign authority, meaning god can do whatever he wants to do because <laughs> he's all powerful he's mm-hmm. all he has all authority god is sovereign
1: yeah
0: what we can't dictate to God, what he's going to do.
1: Right.
0: He does what he wants to do and when he wants to do it and when he (laughs) wants to do it. Mm -hmm. Look what it says here in Titus one, verse one and two. And this is Paul's letters to, to Titus from Paul, a servant of God and apostle of Jesus Christ. I was sent to help the faith of God's chosen people and to help them know the truth that shows people how to serve God. Mm -hmm. I want to pause on this for a moment because whenever I hear Paul say things like this or any other uh, uh, person in the Bible who speaks about this kind of thing, it, it reminds me of myself. And so I really resonate with it because when I accepted my call to preach, Um, This is what I, in in essence, what I heard God say. I heard him say to me to teach my people my word so that they will put their trust in me.
1: Amen.
0: I heard that. I sensed him saying it wasn't an audible hearing Mm -hmm. that I heard, Mm -hmm. but I sensed him saying to me to teach his word to his people. And Paul is saying God sent me to help God's faithful chosen people. Mm -hmm. to know truth, and to know how to serve him. And then verse two reads on, that faith and that knowledge come from the hope for life forever. So this faith that you are putting in God, it, it brings about hope for life forever. And then it reads on, which God promised to us before time began Mm -hmm. and cannot, and God cannot lie. See, I I hope you're getting this because we're going to revisit this later. Uh, We're going to look at the fact that God sent some to teach us about him and his truth to know how to serve him and that he wants us to have hope in him and have hope. For everlasting hope mm-hmm. he wants us to trust in his promises and right. know that god has given those promises even before time began mm-hmm. and he wants us to know that he cannot lie Amen. he cannot lie and we're going to be revisiting those concepts later
1: mm-hmm.
0: look what it says here in second timothy 2 8 through 13 it says remember jesus christ He is from the family of David. After Jesus died, he was raised from death. This is the good news that I tell people. And because I tell that message, I am suffering. I am even bound with chains, like someone who has really done wrong. But the message is not bound. I'm going to pause right here. Paul is now talking to one of his other sons in the ministry, Timothy, mm-hmm. and he's saying that we need to remember that Jesus died, right. that Jesus died, and that uh, because I taught that and preached that, I'm now in prison, and I'm suffering because I just told the truth that Jesus died and was raised back up. Um, he says that, uh, uh, the, though I'm bound and in prison, the message is not, yeah, the message is yeah. going out because yeah. that's what God wants mm-hmm. and God who is all powerful, as we said, he's determining, determining what his power will do and how it will be demonstrated, demonstrated himself. The passage reads on in verse 10, So I patiently accept all these troubles. So Paul says, I'm going through troubles because I've been telling people about Christ, but I accept it. He says, I do this to help the people of God, the people God has chosen, so that they can have the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. So Paul said, I'm willing to suffer so that people can be saved by Christ Jesus. The text reads on, with this salvation comes glory that never ends. Verse 11. Here is a true statement. If we died with him, we also live with him. If we remain faithful even in suffering, we will also rule with him. If we refuse to say we know him, he will refuse to say he knows us. If we are not faithful, he will still be faithful because he cannot be false to himself. And so what God is telling us here that even when you and I are faithless, Mm -hmm. he's still faithful because he has all power and he has determined that he will demonstrate his power and that he cannot go past or beyond who he is. He says, I have to be true to myself. One translation says that God cannot deny himself. And when we come to know Christ, then God become we become God's children and God dwells in us. And God can't deny that God that's in us. Amen. He can't deny himself. Amen. And so God determines how his power will be demonstrated. And we're gonna see now a, a example of, of how God did that in the Old Testament. So let's look at 2 Kings 21 through 6. It says this, in those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. So Hezekiah was king, and he became ill, and he was at the point of death. As it said, the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, this is what the Lord says, put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. Sit on that for a minute. Yeah. That if someone who's well-respected, who's connected with God, brings a message from God that you're going to die Mm -hmm. and you're not going to recover. Think about what would be your mental state, your emotional state. How would you process that? Hmm. Look at how Hezekiah dealt with it. Verse two, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. And look what Hezekiah said. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes." And Hezekiah wept bitterly. So Hezekiah's response to this news that he was going to die was just that said, Lord, remember the way I lived before you and how I served you. And then he just cried. That was his response to that news. See, many of us would have been like, why me? You know, why now? All kind of other stuff. Yeah. Not Hezekiah. He just says, Lord, just look, look at my life. Yeah. Look at how I've been true to you and served you with all my heart.
1: You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert.
2: You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son die for your sin if you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed pray this prayer Lord God I admit that I've sinned against you I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you I ask that you come into my life come into my heart take control Transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you.
1: To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates.
0: Join us next time. But then God heard his prayer and gave him 15 more years. Y'all get this? God is trying to communicate something to us here in the, in the 21st century uh, about him through Hezekiah's story. He wanted us to have hope. This is why the story, one of the reasons the story is in the Bible. So they will have hope to know that God can give us more life. Yeah. This can even push us to understand even better how God, if God can give us more life in this life, then he can give us more life in the afterlife. And there was a way for God to teach us and show us that he's all powerful.
1: Thank you for listening.